Welcome to Pushing Through. I'm Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, we got to start with a guy that, you know, we talked about a lot on this program earlier in the season. He was at one time the MVP favorite. But last night in Houston, in the fourth quarter, he was, he, he was brought back to life by Kevin Porter Jr., BJ. Did you see this? Stephen Curry. It felt like a very MJ moment, and uh, that's why I wanted to talk to you about it. But did you see this last night, and did, uh, did you enjoy Steph Curry coming out of the slump? Because I thought it was a very good time. Woo, man, that's a lot. How you doing, Tate, first of all? You just threw a, you threw a lot at me right there. You threw a, uh, Because I, I, I was fired up last night. I wanted to talk to you last you, night about you, Well, you should have called. You know my number. You know I'm watching the game. I should have called. You should have called I should have called. Well, how are you? Good to see you. Okay. We got great NBA ba- basketball happening around us. It's uh, We're in February, BJ. We finally made it to yeah, February. Yeah, we made it to February. And All right, let's get to Steph Curry. Mm. You know, Tate. Sometimes, you know, I, I heard this from Roger Goodell one time. I heard this from Roger Goodell. And I was at a function some years ago. And he said the following. He said, everyone who's married will understand this. Sometimes telling the truth is not always the best option. And he said it, and he said it kind of matter-of-factly. And I looked around the room because I didn't know where he was going with this. I thought it was more to <laughs> yeah, it. I, 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 yeah, I didn't either. I mean, that's, you know, that's quite a now, statement. This was like I was in my late 40s then. And I looked around the room, and all the older people started shaking their head like, yep. <laughs> and when I mean older, I mean 50 and older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked around the room and everyone agreed with it. And I didn't disagree with it and I didn't agree with it. I just didn't, you know, I hadn't thought it all the way through yet. Sometimes <laughs> telling the truth is not the best option, Tate. Mm. But Tate, let me tell you something here right now. I've since that time when Roger Goodell said this, I've learned to, to understand that that is true when you are married. Sometimes you just got to bite your tongue and say it is what it is. Now, let me tell you something, Tate. Let me tell you something about slumps when you get in your 30s. When you get in your 30s, that's not a slump. That's called getting old. (laughs) Okay? There you go. When you are in your 20s, you might be in a slump. Hmm. When you get- well, that, that 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 is something that's fascinating with Steph because we all know the point me, guards in their thirties. There's always an expiration date. Let me, let me date. tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this about him. I'm just saying about every. Bo- I ain't speaking, no general. Yeah. Every player, Father Time <laughs> doesn't miss anyone. Now, right now, you yeah. can say, "Well, it didn't come for LeBron." He, he coming. It just, he may, he might have just. <laughs> no, I mean, Tom Brady today steps hey, away and retires. Father Time you know I mean? is undefeated. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about a small guard in his 30s. You don't know what the expiration date is. You know, like you get your bread and they'll say <laughs> expiration date. You get your milk, it says expiration date. Mm-hmm. In your 30s, you don't know when it's coming. But it's coming. Because, Tate, there's no little guard who will get away 
would plan that game utilizing speed and quickness when we know speed and quickness is the one thing that deteriorates with age. Now, it may happen over six months. It may happen Tate over three years. Mm. You just don't want it to happen Tate in one day. You don't want it. <laughs> you just don't want to wake up. You just don't want it to be over. Yeah, yeah Tate. Exactly. So let me tell you something. No. Mr. Curry, he deserves all the respect. Hall of Fame career, da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. All those things. He's a small guard. And every time I look out there, Tate, and I've told you the story numerous times when Mr. When, when, when Mr. You know, retirement came for me. He looked like Allen Iverson. I told you that story as one day I was playing. I was feeling good. Tate got my ice treatment, got all my stem treatment, took my anti-inflammatories. I was feeling good. And i never forget, Tate, I made a basket and I was backpedaling. And it was this number kid, I believe he wore number three, with filler or something on the front. <laughs> That's all I can remember. I remember seeing something and it went by me so fast, Tate, that I don't know really what happened. Everything else is a blur since then. And I was backpedaling and this something was coming so fast that I realized, hey, man, I can't win this race. This is a race I can't win. <laughs> now, yeah. when I look at John Moran, and it's a fun and exciting, and I refer to him as must-see TV. But take, let me tell you what that looked like as a 33, 34-year-old guard. Man, that's a game I really don't want on my calendar. No. No. It's fun for you and I to watch. It's fun for y'all to say, oh, my gosh, did you see that? It's fun for How us impressive. to see when he blow by and dunk mm -hmm. on somebody. But, Tate, let me tell you if you was a 34, 33, 34-year-old guard. I don't know how old Steph is. 33. Okay, is he 33? You looking at that going... I don't know how much more I can hold this guy off, <laughs> okay? Okay? Chris Paul is not excited to say, oh, I can't wait to go and, and match up with, with being a one-on-one -on -one situation with John Morant. Y guards, the wheels are going to fall off. You just don't know when. You don't – because it, it's not like watching a 6'6 player or a 6'7 player. At one point, you might have been athletic. And then you could go to the post or you could become, you know, a big, bigger guard because you go to a smaller position, right? If you a 6'6", six, six, two, two guard, you can go to a 6'6", six, six point guard older in your career, you know, and then all of a sudden now your length becomes an advantage for you. Okay? Well, when you 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and you lose a step, there's nothing you can do now. So what? It's ever shooter, it's ever shooter from thirty okay. feet, right? I mean, and you that, can that's... keep going back, but the, <laughs> you can keep going back. Eventually, Dude. eventually you're gonna hit the half court and, line. And, and Tate, and there's nowhere else to go. It happens to yeah, every single one of us. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying it's happening to him, because uh, but you're just saying uh, uh, what he's doing. We're what, not gonna call it a slump. I get that. Not a, this, but what happened last night felt like uh, uh, a rekindling of tapes. something. I mean, a spark. Okay, I'm about to after this podcast. I'm about to go here and work out right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. When I was younger, Tate, you would ask me, "Hey man, how would you work out?" Hey man, it was great. It was good. <laughs> Push through it. 
Hey, Tate. I warm up. I go. Now, Tate. But let me tell you how this workout going to go here in about 45 minutes. I don't know. I don't know how the body is going to react right now. I don't take. I'm just going to go downstairs. I'm going to get on this treadmill, and then I'm going to figure it out as I go along. Tate, I might feel great. Man, this is a good one. My wife was say, how was your workout today? The baby was good. But I also <laughs> might say, I just got through it. <laughs> and she knows what that means. Yeah. Survived it might go down there. I might have a calf or something that feels a little tight. And I might have to say, you know what? I got it. <laughs> not not today. today. No, the body like, no, nah, you, you need to relax today. This is what happens when you get old. Tate, some days you feel good. He feel good. And whatever you think about this, Tate. When you start, when you start to need motivation to find ways to be good, that's the first sign. Tate, there used to be a time where I just showed up. It didn't matter what I did the night before. It didn't affect me how I was going to play. I was young. Tate, I'd stay up all night, do what young people do. D didn't have to sleep much. Get up, play, play hard, pick up full court. Then one day, Tate, I went to go do that, and I go, I go, I pushed the start button, and nothing started. <laughs> and then I realized. Hey man, I, I I can't go out. I can't go out the night before if I'm gonna play the next night because Tate, the body was talking to me. Mm. So Tate, right now he's 33. He got a lot of miles on that body. He's got a lot of miles. A lot of games. A lot of games. A lot of miles. A lot of finals appearances. You Tate. know what I mean? And at some point here, he might. Hey, let's see how good you can feel this week. Okay, you got a good good day. You know what I'm always worried about, Tate? When I was 30-something, when I started playing, back-to-backs never bothered me, Tate. But one day they did. One day I played well on the first night of a back-to-back, -back, and I was just shaking my head. They was like, what's wrong? Man, you played great. You played, you, you know, you had 20-some points. I said, I don't know how I'm going to feel tomorrow night. <laughs> I didn't know how I was going to feel. Because you don't know how your body is going to react anymore. Which is interesting because the Warriors play a back-to-back. -back. They play at the Spurs tonight after he had 40 points in 37 minutes. So we can watch that and see how it looks. You know what I mean? Because it might be one of those things where Seth says, hey, Jordan Poole, this is on you tonight. You got 20 Tate. shots. <laughs> Tate, that's, how this, that's how this game goes. I would not be surprised mm. if Steph Curry don't play tonight. Mm. You understand me, Tate? Tate, this is how it goes. This is how it's go now. He's at that. He's at that critical age now. 33, 34, 30. Tate, you don't know how these things are going to play itself out because there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do as a small guard. Every small guard, all of us, have been through this, going to go through this, and it's going to continue to happen. And when he has a great game, I'm just going to be here to celebrate it. When he has what they all call a shooting slump, I'm just going to keep saying <laughs> what I always say. I, I, I will say he, he called it a slump. Well, That's why call, I call it what you want to call it. <laughs> you can call it what you want to call it. These young kids are coming. 
there's another group and batch of young athletic guards coming. And guess what? Absolutely. Tate, as you get older. And they, want, and, they want, and they want your spot. As you get older, Tate, you start to st- man, these dudes are getting faster and faster. No, you just getting <laughs> slower and slower. <laughs> Tate. You know what I mean? At one point, yeah. you know, I could get up on you and I could guard you. And then I had to, like, you know, I better step back a, a little, get a little space. space. Yeah. Before I knew it, Tate, I was two arm lifts away. The coach was like, are you going to play defense tonight, PJ? I was like, I am playing. I need, hey, I'm, hey, hey. Yeah, I'm going to fill him out. Yeah, you know, hey, hey, Tate, just to, you know, just to keep him in front of me for two dribbles, at least I got to give him some distance. And that's what you're saying now, Tate. That's, that's the way it goes. And you know what? But I will say this. He is intelligent enough, talking about Steph Curry. Well, he will figure this out and make the adjustments because of his intelligence, his experience, and all of those things. Yeah, but you can't be running around screens 24-7 just, like, you, like no, he's been no, doing no, for the you, past you, seven seasons. This is, yeah, that, and that's the difference. Is, I think that will be the is change not, in his This game. is not a slump, okay? This is not a slump. This is what, this is what I'm going to say as a shooter, and you're not going to probably hear this anywhere else, and you have to really – and I'm not saying I'm not saying, you know, people don't understand. No, you know, Tate. I I took a lot of pride in playing, right? I wasn't the greatest player. I'm not saying that, but I took a, a lot of pride in being the best that I could be, and I became a professional. Forty five percent career. Okay. I became. Point I became a professional. Okay, and when I mean a professional, mm-hmm. I mean. Tate, I didn't expect to get hot anymore. When I was open, Tate, I had to make it. I had to make it. I made it. (laughs) See, I'm a professional. This is what I do. You understand, (laughs) Tate? Like, yeah. Today, it drives me crazy listening to people who work out, people talking about putting in the work. No, I don't want you to put in the work. Get it done. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Have have it done. Yeah, yeah. I didn't practice. To get better, I didn't practice to, you know, feel good about. No, I practiced because I knew that when that ball came to me, I had to make it. Facts. Mm. Okay, don't practice talking about grinding. Don't practice talking about, you know, getting better to become a become a better player, a better shooter. Practice. Know what you can do. Know what you can do. And my point being here, Tate, is, is when you get in this game and you get out there on that court, I had a job to do, Tate. Mm. I had a job. It wasn't and, – and, and, and the reason I'm saying this, Tate, is because Steph Curry is a pro's pro. When you a pro, Tate, you don't get hot anymore. Like, Tate, I, and, and I'm being honest here. I would go to the gym, Tate, and make 10 for 10 from three. That wasn't a shock to me. Because, Tate, I was in an open gym by myself. At the very least, I could do 10 for 10 with no one in the gym. (laughs) That's how I felt. Now, I was a little confident, maybe a little overconfident, but Tate... Because I knew when I got in the game, I had to shoot at least 50 to 60% if I got an open shot in the game. So at the very least, Tate, if I'm open in the corner, 
with nobody in the gym, I had to at least, at the very least, make nine of those. So that I could make half of them in the game. That's what, yeah, because that's with no nothing around you, no fans, no noise. So Tate, going to if I take a hundred shots, like at the very least, Tate, I could make ninety of them. There's nobody in the gym. Steph Curry is not hot, ladies and gentlemen. See, you hot when you have a good week. You are twenty percent shooter, and suddenly this week you shoot forty five percent. Now you're hot. Steph Curry will make if you gave Steph Curry ten open jump shots right now, Tate, I put my money on this one. He gonna make at least nine of them. Mm. Right now, that's not hot. He's a pro. Yeah, I mean, there's that video where he made a hundred. Okay, a hundred. He is a pro's pro. So his days are getting hotter behind him. <laughs> okay, he is hot. Yeah, he, he is he, like he's a pro. <laughs> So when I hear he's in a slump, I go, no, he's not in a slump. He's just getting, you know, Father Time is, listen, Tate, right now, I could go in the gym right now and make 10 out of 10, right now. The problem is, Tate, I can't get open anymore to make 10 out of 10 if we were playing in a game. Because... Father time catches up. I can't move anymore, Tate. I can't get down in a in the position to push off anymore. I can't move to the side if you take away. I can't do any of those things. But Tate, if I just stood there and with no defense and you just pass me the ball, Tate, I could go make 10 out of 10. But if I if I gotta move though, Tate, that's gonna throw everything off now. And that's the thing with Curry's game. His game is running around 15 different screens and mm-hmm. dipping and, and doing and all and that stuff. That's, and, and, and that's, that's what's taking his legs out. And he doesn't have his legs he, underneath him when he takes the shot. So it's not that he – that's that's the whole point. It's not there that he's go. in a slump. It's that he's not able to get in the spots that he used Tate, to. I mean, basically. At some point, I used to could fall down, Tate, and get back up. Mm-hmm. Now, Tate, if I fell down today, you ever seen those – cartoons where the body parts start just going all over the place that's probably what happened right now if i were to fall down today like every time i watch john Morant and he jumps and twists and do all those things and then he falls down i go my life would be over with right now <laughs> you know sometimes when i used to watch Derek, and Derek used to be twisting in there and i would think golly i i, I gotta get an ice bag just watching this guy yeah 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 okay this is what age does. Take this is what age does. Like you know, take I remember playing against like Shaq the first time. You know, you I, you know one time I turned the corner and go in and you take the bump. You know, if you miss it, mm. you get two free throws, or you try to finish it. Turn the corner in Orlando, Shaq is there. I get fouled. And I thought to myself, I got to make a decision. Because that guy isn't going anywhere. So I got to make a decision here. Because I'm not going back there and get hit like that again. So I had to work on my stop and pop game. I had to make a decision. As a guard, you have to make decisions based on your size. Steph Curry is only going to take so many hits. 
And as you get older, Tate, you start making business decisions. Yeah, I better get a pull-up game. Now, we live in the and the reason I'm telling you this, Tate, I want you to start watching this about Steph Curry. Because I'm I'm seeing him make these decisions. Because it's funny to all of us, because we all did it. At one time, Tate, I used to try to get to the basket, believe it or not. Steph Curry lives in an era where three things happen. You shoot threes, you drive to the basket, and you get to the free throw line. I've never seen Steph Curry shoot this many twos since maybe like his rookie or second year in the league. He is shooting a lot more deep twos. <laughs> yeah. You see, see Tate. You, and it almost, when you see him do it, you feel like it's like an out of, out of rhythm it, shot almost. But like you said, it, it might just be like, a, I need to get a shot up here, but I'm not driving Tate, the basket and taking Tate, that's called, yeah. as you get older, as you get older. <laughs> see, when I was a young kid, I used to try to get hot. As a professional, I just needed to see the ball go through the basket. Mm -hmm. You understand the difference, Tate? And when I was younger, man, I, I, I just want if I can just make two in a row, I might be hot. Mm -hmm. I was a pro, Tate. I know the shots I can make. All I got to do is get to my spots. I know if I get here, that belt, that ball is going in the basket. He's at a point now where he just needs to see the ball go through the basket. Mm. Why? Because he knows what he will endure and what he doesn't. He doesn't want to take these hits anymore. I had a client tell me this. He said, you know what's the hardest thing to do now in today's game, BJ? I said, what's that? He said, go all the way to the basket because you got to go 94 feet. Hmm. These Steph Curry right now is a pro. He's not hot. So if he's not hot, he can't be in a slump. Steph Curry will be 100 years old and will be able to go 10 for 10 from three. It's only one problem he has. He can't get open no more. <laughs> and that just happens. And that's what's happening now. So what he's trying to find out is, where is the space that I could get to so I could see the ball go through the basket? And the space in today's game for all great scores is the mid-range. If you don't believe me, just look over time. Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Paul, Paul George, George, Giannis, DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan Kevin Chris Dirk. Paul. There, there you go. There you go. There, there you go. And after the mid-range, you're going to start getting to the post. Why? Because no one plays post-defense. So, oh, is that why Jokic is playing well? Oh, is that why Joel Embiid is playing well? Oh, is that why Giannis is playing well? Because we don't play post-defense, and we don't encourage the mid-range. You, you, you understand? Yeah, we don't teach either. Yeah. So, or don't promote. We either. don't promote post-defense anymore. And we don't worry about defending people at the, at, at the mid-range because everyone's shooting threes or getting to the basket. So, Tate, that's what's really going on. I think Steph is fine. And hopefully he will just have more. He will feel better more than not. And as long as he feels good, he'll make it. When he doesn't, they're going to come up a little short. The defense is going to make the adjustment. And then they're going to continue to find out what they know. When I say they, the league, everybody knows this is going to happen. 
But he's fine. He's fine. He's he's in his thirties. It happens to all of us. It happens to every yeah, single turned- one. Every single every single little guy who's played the game will tell you this. Well, they, maybe they won't. They don't want anybody to know. But I'm just sharing it here. <laughs> you know, just a little secret that we have. Yeah, and then Steph Curry turns 34 on March 14th, um, a day after my birthday, BJ. I'm March oh, 13th. Oh, happy. So happy. Well, you, guys get, you, you guys are getting older. You know you guys are getting I, I, I'm turning 29. I mean, I feel I feel. Oh, like God, 29. Man. Oh, man, I can tell you what I was doing at 29, man. That was <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, can we talk about the Sixers oh, so we can make yes. our producer Midas yes. happy? Yes. Um, Mad Maxi had a great game last night. John ja Moran comes to town. Um, before we talk about the Sixers, I want to talk about John ja Moran and Desmond Bain because I, I was watching Isaiah Thomas on TV last night, BJ on NBA TV. He and Candace Parker, and he compared Desmond Bain and uh, you know John ja Moran to himself and Joe Dumars. Um, and he and he was you know not saying they were one to one, but he was just explaining that he would be playing a game. He's like, man, I'm having a great night. I got 25 points, you know, <laughs> da, 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 da. And he's like, and then I'd come back and look at the stat sheet, and Joe had 35. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. And, and he was like, and that's that's what you see with Desmond Bain and John Moran. And I, and I do like that backcourt duo. Um, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on that because I thought that was very interesting. You know, that's an interesting comparison. Because I remember when both of their careers, I'm old enough to to have watched them even though I was young when both of their careers began and when Joe Dumars uh, first came to the Pistons and, and hooked up with, with Isaiah. Isaiah was without question the best little guard in the league, without question. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that same trend happening now for John Morant. Without question, he's the best young point guard in the league. And it's just a matter of time before – he takes over. He is the yeah. best point guard. He, he, he's, yeah. he, like I said, he's already he, – he, he, he didn't kick in the door. He didn't burn the door down now. Now you're not <laughs> holding them off. He's coming after everybody. I mean, the guy scores 30, and we're like, oh, okay. He just – you know, it's just Ja. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wasn't a career night last night. He was like, oh, he had, what, 30. I mean, he's starting in the All-Star game because I don't yeah, think the guy has like, to tell him that he wasn't guy has start. like 37 on the road, and we're like, oh, yeah, that's just Ja. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. that's where we're at now. Okay. And this was Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was, he had all the flash, all the handle, all of the tricks, passing, dial, and he was here. But slow and steady wins the race. Joe Dumars was great for Isaiah Thomas because Isaiah Thomas was the flash. He was on the highlights. He did all of the, the, you know, he had a little street element to his game. Yeah, the showtime element. Technical yeah, aspect yeah. of the game he had. He could score. He was tough. And you would overlook Joe Dumars because Joe was just, you know, catch and shoot, one dribble, pull up. And you would look up and you would go, I didn't even see Joe's 30. <laughs> <laughs> no, let, let, me tell you what I, let me tell you what I saw last night. <laughs> I was so into watching Ja Morant last night. I didn't realize Desmond Bain had like 34. I didn't even know he had 30. Like, I was watching Ja behind. That's what Isaiah said. He said, I'm looking at these stats. He's like, I had no idea Bain had 34. No, no, seriously. You know, Ja Morant had the behind the back pass. I had to watch that like 10 times. Then the alley oop. I had to watch that about five times. Then the, the, the and ones and all this stuff. And then after the end of the game, I, look around, I looked at the stat. I go, Desmond Bain had 34? I, I didn't even see it. I didn't even, how could a guy score 34 points and I didn't even see it? 
that's how electrifying of a talent John Moran is. And that's how good Isaiah Thomas was. You didn't even recognize. Think about this. This guy had a guy that was coming off the bench named the microwave. Mm. Joe Dumars is a Hall of Fame player. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah, that's Joe D. Desmond Bain, they scored 70 points in the back in the backcourt last night, and I didn't even see the other 34 or 35. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is that, you know, I get what Isaiah is saying. Some of these guys are so, so good. Like John Morant is just that good. He's just, he's captivating. When you watch him, I'm just captivated with watching him now. Yeah. You know? And shout out to Maxi too. When I see young players take on the challenge, I got to give him credit, man. He had a what? He had a thirty piece last night himself. Mm-hmm. Played well. I mean, he was the team last night. I mean, and, he had, I mean, Drummond was great on the boards. He had ten Drummond, offensive rebounds. But give but. Philly credit. It's always tough to play against a team minus their star player because you don't know who's going to step up and you don't know how to defend that team until you see him a couple of times. But not, not to take away anything from Philly. Philly played well. Philly stepped up, and uh, really a great win for Philadelphia. That was a, that was a really nice win. It was a good win, and now they're half a game back from first in the Eastern Conference. How about which, that? Uh, my, How about that? Miami and Chicago are tied. And you you mentioned on a show one time we talked about you know Embiid and kind of what this season meant to him and how he was playing. I mean, if there's anything, Embiid has sent the message, right? That, I mean, he is going to have this MVP season. And even though he didn't play last night, his impact is obviously felt, uh, you know, with this team and obviously, you know, what he's been able to do so far this season. So the Sixers are a fascinating situ situation because we thought that they would have to, to make maybe a panic trade to stay into the playoff hunt. But even without their second best player, Ben Simmons, they're half a game out of the first seed in the Eastern Conference. I mean, that's an amazing story. Yeah, it, it really is. And through all of the turmoil and all of the things that has happened in Philadelphia, which is well documented, right? And we know what yeah, the we, we talked about yeah. it. I mean, we, we, we thought we'd be done talking about it at this point, but here Insane, we are. Insane, all of that. And all of that's been said. All of the fines, all of this could be 19 million. da da da. When it's all said and done, they are a half game out of first place. Okay. After being the one seed last yeah, okay. year. We, uh, it feels like everyone forgets they were the now, one seed last year. Now, that to me says a lot about those players that are lining up because Philadelphia isn't like a, the easiest place to play, you know, as far as fans and having to have laser focus. And, you know, the, 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 you know that's the only place I, that I know that booed Santa Claus, you know. They, I mean, they'll <laughs> boo anyone. They'll, you know. Midas denied that happened. Oh, yeah, it happened. It, it, it happened. it happened. It happened. <laughs> if it didn't happen, we, we were just, I just like saying it. <laughs> but they are in a half game out of first place. This is a good team. This is a really good team. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to see Joel Embiid no, in the no, playoffs. What, what, you know what I? You know what I've come to? I was watching a. a, a I was watching a sports show on television prior to us, you know, coming on air here, and I began to realize that no one in the sports podcast world, sports talk radio, sports talk television wants to be wrong. 
How can you not? How could mm-hmm. you have an all star not show up and you're still like in first place? You know, it remind it remind it reminds me of of the following. When Jordan retired and the Bulls were still good, it was like, wait a minute, that doesn't you uh, you mean you guys actually could play? <laughs> it was like, wait a minute, hold on. Like, I thought yeah, Jordan yeah. was like, <laughs> wait a minute, he makes everyone else around him better. He's the star of the team. He was. He, yeah, people were mad. That you people were mad. Everyone's talking like, oh, man, oh, man. No, people were actually mad because it, 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 yeah. it destroyed your argument. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me you could take an all-star off Ben Simmons and still be in first place? Wait a minute. Hold on. Because that's why they call it a team. There are only, and Tate, you hear me say this all the time, there are only so many of those level of players that you, we refer to as stars. No, everyone's not a star. Everyone might be real. Some players are good. Some players are really good. And some players are like standalone players. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid. Like jo- yes, Giannis. Like Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid now has moved into a different stratosphere of player. He is a Agreed. standalone player now. He is that dominant of a player. And let's stop calling everyone a superstar because they average 20 points a game in an NBA game, in an NBA regular season game. Hmm. Joel Envy now is moved into a different place. You know who else is moved into a different place now? Jokic. Jokic is in the fifth seed now in the Western Conference. And half a game back of the fourth seed, by the way. And he's missing Jamal Everybody. Murray. He's missing <laughs> I mean, the, 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 he, Michael, Michael Porter, Porter Jr. Jr. He, they he, they he, traded he Jeremy Grant, or let Jeremy Grant leave. I mean, and yeah, he's they, they, still right there. <laughs> he's still he's arguably playing better this year than he did last year. All the numbers. Jokic yeah. has moved into a different. He's in a different space now. He's beyond the definition of what we term for better or for worse now, superstar. Now he is, he's Jokic. He's MB. He's Giannis. Okay? Superstar is just the guy who's averaging points. Now when we call you by your last name here, we know what that means. He's just Jokic now. Jokic. Antetokounmpo, Embiid. Now those three. I think it is those three. I think those three really are the ones. Think about this, and they're all form born. So, what I'm saying is, Embiid now is a different player. You have those three, and then you have the American three, which is you know the classic LeBron, Curry, Durant. You you can have that, but those guys, you know, and 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 this is why I love. This kid, John Morant. John Morant is trying to put his name in a different space. He's trying to be a last name guy. He's trying to be the fourth one. He's trying to be a Morant. I like saying Ja, but at some point, I just want to say. We'll call him Mr. Morant. Now, he's trying to put his name in that space. Because once you can carry an organization. Now you're talking. 
Now, you, Joel Embiid has the Philadelphia 76ers thinking the following. They have to make a partnership with Joel Embiid to figure out what he's going to need to get him over the top. Without that partnership, don't expect Philadelphia to win a championship. Because Joel Embiid needs to have input on what's going to happen here moving in the future because he now deserves that level of respect. When he's healthy, Joel Embiid is without question in the top five. When healthy, Mm. he's without question MVP. He's going to be in the MVP conversation for years to come, hopefully. So he needs to have input on what he needs around him because what he is showing you, ladies and gentlemen, is I can be in first place with Ben Simmons and I can be in first place without Ben Simmons. Exactly. Which really hurts the other side. I don't know what it hurts, but I'm just here to talk. (laughs) I only talk about what I see on the court. I, I yeah, you no, know I'm what I mean. Saying, yeah. I'm not here well, to help. I'm it, not here to defini- hurt. It's definitive now that this is Joel Embiid's. It's team, definitive. Like this is Joel Embiid's league. This is not his team. This is his league. Okay, I, well, we're calling him Embiid. We're not calling him superstar. We're not calling him. <laughs> well, he could be a good player. We're, yeah, no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This is JoJo's league. Okay. <laughs> JoJo's league, the man scored, what, like four or five 40-point games in a row. He just did that casually. Casually. It looked like he – I mean, if, like, remember we talked about Giannis in the playoffs? Like, he could have 60. Those are 60-point so efforts. So, now he deserves the respect of saying, okay, big fella, what you need now <laughs> to get this train moving? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we apologize for trying to make this. Yeah, work we yeah years, yeah. This, this, this is we your thought world. maybe if we could tank and trust the process, we can get enough players around you. No, big fella, what you need now to push us over the top, and he deserves that respect. Yeah, this is a. Everybody keeps saying this is about Daryl Morey and a, no, this is about the big fella, big fella. What you need now? What you need? No, what you need? <laughs> Tell us what you need. <laughs> And then let's go make this happen because now when you have one of them players, okay, when you have one of those players, you got to go in partnership. The latest you've seen, there's a partnership between Milwaukee and Giannis. Make no doubt about that. If Giannis said he needs something, they're going to figure it out there in Milwaukee. Giannis said, I can win with this group. So guess what the group said? We can win with this group. <laughs> you understand me? You understand me, yeah. Tate? You don't start making decisions with a player of that level or of that caliber unless that player says it's okay to make that decision. Because the last thing the Philadelphia 76ers want is the following. For JoJo not to believe in whatever decision is made because he didn't think it could work. Now, no matter the decision, no, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever the decision, you they want make, that best yeah. player to say, "I'm all in," because guess what happens when Tim Duncan, Shaq, and those level of players are all in? Everybody else got to go. What? I'm all in. Yep. And that's where JoJo was at. 
And if you're not, you're out. I mean, they're trading. That, that, I mean. that's, that, that's the only way it can be. So JoJo deserves that. He's earned that now. And without question, without question, they will get something back in return that JoJo believes will help him. And that's all you need moving forward. You can be in first place without the guy. Think about that. Who else could take an all-star off their team and still be a half game out of first place? No, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. And Joel Embiid's averaging 29 points per game, 10 rebounds a game, four assists a game. I mean, <laughs> and when he plays recently, I mean, it feels like it's 40-10-10 and 10 at least. Come on. And then it, and then what's crazy is his backup gets like 20 rebounds last night. I know. I mean, that's what I mean. And then I think the the beauty of their team, and this we can give Maury some credit, is that when Joel is out, they don't change how they play because Drummond, you know, steps right in. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, he doesn't have nearly the, the, the skill level of Joe and everything, but, like, the way that he plays and the way that the team plays, they can structurally do things the exact same way as if Joe was there with Drummond. So, I. I, I think they're a really good team. I think they're going to be really tough out when it comes to the playoffs, and even without Ben I think ben it's going to be tough. I, I think it's going to be tough. Okay. I'm going to say this. You know, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a Doc Rivers fan. I'm a Doc Rivers fan. Doc has done an incredible job coaching through all of the chaos. Yeah. He, he, he really has. He, he really has. And – we all need a little luck. You know, we won some games in my times in Chicago I can talk about, but there was some luck involved in that, okay? There was some skill involved. We worked hard. Yeah, we gave ourselves a chance, but you need a little luck in there too. Now, here's the thing that to me is going to be – to me, this is the most important thing for them in the season. All right, great regular season. Check. MVP player Joel Embiid, check. Now, what's going to happen when they get to the playoffs? Because you know what's coming, Tate. What's going to happen when they lose another game in the playoffs when they're up 20, 25 points? You see, that, that to me, that to me is the, 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 the billion-dollar question. Mm. That's a, That's the question because who are we going to blame? Because you can't keep blaming Ben Simmons. We are in first place without him. So now it got me thinking, or it's going to have the fans thinking, well, did we really need Ben Simmons? Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I think the reaction was. Okay. Be. But now you can't blame JoJo. What's going to happen now if they don't make it to the conference finals? Who are we going to blame now? Okay. It is a little – I mean, the coach, I mean, Doc might be the blame or Maxi might be the blame. Now, Maxi's a young guard. He's going to have ups and downs. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maxi, yeah, exactly. when he plays like he played last night. <laughs> We're going to love him. Yeah. But then when he goes back <laughs> but, to being a young guard, oh, we got to get rid of yeah. Maxie. We got to get yeah, we got to get yeah, James yeah. Harden, whoever you think they got to get. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but hey, but that, that might be that might be uh, you know. That might so be how I I think out. this team is still a ways away. I still think we don't know what this team truly needs. Okay, 
they're in limbo. I mean, they're kind of stuck in purgatory with the, with the whole sin situation. If there is a if there has been a blessing in the absence of Ben Simmons, it's been the following. It's allowed Maxi to develop. It's allowed JoJo to see if he can carry a team by himself. It's confirmed his own you and know, belief now in himself. Yes. The organization has to make a very important decision here. And we we need to say this, Tate, because this is very important. They're going to have to commit to a style and a brand of basketball, of championship caliber basketball. Okay? When you play a championship caliber brand of basketball, it revolves around three things. You have to, one, you got to have multiple players who can defend, not only individually, but from a team standpoint. You have to secure that ball, meaning you have to be in great top peak physical condition to secure that rebound, to give the extra efforts as necessary when you play that great defensive possession. And then you have to have multiple players and play a system of play on the offensive end that's predicated on the following, ball movement, player movement. As fun as it is to watch JoJo score 40 points a game, as fun as it is to watch Ja Morant score a lot of points, you can't win a championship when one guy is dominating on the offensive end. Trust me, I played with a guy who could do that. <laughs> okay? Now, the Sixers organization, and this is where Daryl Morey is going to have to show his level of excellence. Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers are going to have to commit to a brand of basketball to say this is the style that we're going to commit to that's going to help us win a championship. Because you're just not going to win championship throwing the ball to JoJo every single time and watching the guy score 40 points. Yeah. You're going to have to commit to a style of play where you're going to have to identify players who can fit into this style that's going to complement and give give yourself and the team the best chance. So Duro Morey and Doc Rivers and JoJo – and the organization are going to have to have a come to Jesus meeting and all commit and put both feet in the pot and say, this is who we are. And this is what we all feel are going to give us the best chance. Because that, let me tell you something, that decision hasn't been made yet. I can tell the way they play. Because there's some, the next step is, okay, how can we win a championship? We got it. We got an MVP guy. What's our style? Are we a defensive team? Would you say they're a defensive group? Are they an offensive group? Are they a small ball group? Are they a fast break group? At some point here, they're going to have to commit. Hmm. So there's a lot of decisions to be made here. And right now, you better utilize. Philly has an opportunity to put an all-star caliber player, a young all-star caliber player, and use it as a chip to get whatever they feel they're going to need to move forward. Think about that. Like right now, the Lakers, what could the Lakers do to get better? Nothing. Philly, they got the ultimate. They got a guy who's already signed. They got a guy who's young and a guy who's an all-star. Now, what you need? Well, we don't know what we need yet, but we know we got something. That's not a bad. There's something there. It's not a bad place to be in. And you're not far away. I mean, the, yeah, exactly. Like the Lakers, I mean, we we don't even know. I mean, 
you, you said the Lakers, what move do they have? I mean, I think the move is still there with what we talked about earlier in the year, which is LeBron. They could. That's the only move that they really have. Okay, and I, mean, I think that, that it, is the ace of their sleeve. If they're going to do anything. But I don't think they're – I don't even think that's even on the table. I don't mm. even think that's on the table. But in saying that, you know, this thing in Philly is, is fascinating is because they, they know they have something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it, that is a better place than most. Oh, that's, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, like, a, I'm, I'm a half I mean, game out of first place. I'm a half game out of first place. And we have our guy. We know who our guy is. Come on. I mean, theoretically. On, I, 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 mean, I, 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 I could, I could think of worse places to be, to be at this point of the season. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I mean, for the Nuggets. I mean, they're like you said, they're a five-seed in climbing. They know they have guys that are coming back. Jamal Murray, an all-star, potentially, that's coming back. Not this season, but, you know, hopefully soon. And you're in, you're in a better place than most because you have your guy. You have your horse. You have your Giannis. You have your Jokic. You have your Embiid. And uh, there are only three of those guys in the NBA right now. And uh, if you're one of the three teams out of the 30 that has one, you're good. You're in a good spot. I mean, that, that, that's that's all there is to say. Uh, BJ, anything else before we get out Tate, of here? It was beautiful. Thank you so much for mm. talking a little basketball with the old guy. This is excellent. <laughs> good luck in that workout. Uh, yeah, you I, mean, know, I, you, I don't know how it's going to feel tonight. You know what I mean? Well, hopefully, I did my workout hey, before hey, we went hey. on the air. It didn't. Hopefully, feel good. I I can get at least forty <laughs> minutes in. Get it? 40? Forty. I hope I can at least get forty in. I'm feeling good. <laughs> Have a nice little meal. Watch basketball, yeah. and then Tate. We could talk about it all over and start this process all over again. So, you, you know. So, my friend, when you in water, what do you do? You got to make waves. This has been pushing through, and we will see you later in the week. Push it.